0: Well, it's finally happened. Super Mario Three D All Stars confirmed for Nintendo Switch. Welcome to Ode to Games. I'm Logan Plant, joined by Kevin Valine. Kevin, Mario's back. Was he ever gone? He's though? back for a limited time only. He is. Yeah, we're gonna get into all of that. We're also gonna get into it with Zach Ross. How's it going, Zach? It's going good. The biggest Mario back. fan on the panel. Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh, great. absolutely. I've absolutely. played. I have played quite a bit of Mario, just not as much as the rest of you.
0: So this was a pretty exciting surprise. ...to wake up to on Thursday morning. This was Shadow Dropped. I had a good feeling. I had a great feeling that this was going to happen this week. Uh, Kevin was like, normal time for the show this week? And I was like, yes. And I almost said, we'll have a Mario Direct to talk about. And then I didn't. So That would have been in stone if I had, if I had messaged it Dang. to the group. Should have done it. I should have. But very excited about this. Let's get into the biggest announcement, which was the last announcement of this direct Super Mario 3D All-Stars is coming out on Switch and guess what it's coming out 2 weeks from today insanity it includes Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy so this has been the rumor for months that it was going to be these 3 games with a 3D world deluxe package separate Galaxy 2 is missing which is strange yep. but all they- <laughs> this is a lot to process Kevin
2: they completely ignored Galaxy 2. It was really funny. Not only is it not part of the uh, of the pack, but they also had, like, the little video at the mm-hmm. end where it's like, oh, here's Mario throughout the years. And Galaxy 2 is just, like, basically ignored, except at the very
0: end, I think they have the picture of the box. It's missing a couple sequels, because also in that highlight reel, Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins on the Game Boy is not there. It's like, that's a mainline game. Why isn't it included? It's weird. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that... That was a little weird, but man, I'm really excited for these. Sunshine in particular, Super Mario 64 Mm -hmm. has been available in a number of different ways. You know, the original version, the DS version, and then on the virtual console. Mm -hmm. And then Galaxy, because it was on the Wii, it sold super well back then, so it's relatively easy to pick up a copy still. Sunshine is just digital. It's digital on Wii also. Yeah, it's digital. I forget about that. Mm -hmm. Sunshine has just been stuck on the GameCube, and to see that thing finally escape it and uh, and come out with this collection is, I think, the biggest thing for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's cool about this set of three games is, yeah, they're all 3D Marios, but I feel like they all bring something different. Like, Super Mario 64 and Mario Galaxy, I think if you looked up best Mario games list of all time, these two would be at the top, in some order with like Super Mario World and Super Mario Brothers 3. In some order, those are probably your top four. But then Sunshine has been by far the least accessible. So even though it's kind of an oddball, it's awesome that it's a part of this because it has been unaccessible for so many years. I don't own this game. This is the one of these three that I don't have physically. So I'm super excited to pick this up. Zach, you're not a big 3D Mario guy. Does this announcement sway you at all? Are you going to pick this up and play these?
1: Well, one of the biggest reasons that I'm not a fan of 3D Mario is because I never actually really delved into that kind of franchise. So I am excited because Sunshine and 64 those have always kind of appealed to me. So I think that I'll definitely want to check it out. Um, At least I know I played a little bit of Galaxy a long time ago. Um, I don't really remember it a whole lot. So I am absolutely gonna gonna want to pick this up and try it out.
0: So some. Some people on the internet, I think the the reaction to this was largely overwhelmingly positive. I think people are very excited to play these games. I think it's what a lot of people just need right now. Just nostalgic, classic Mario games on the Switch. But some people are disappointed that these aren't, especially Mario 64, full remakes. Yeah. How do you guys feel about these being basically uprest ports rather than s- structured from the ground up remakes?
2: Yeah, that... That is a little tough for Mario 64 in particular because mm. you can argue that Sunshine and Galaxy still hold up pretty well today, especially if you're just putting Galaxy into HD and getting it away from just mm-hmm. the the standard definition of the Wii. Oh, the I think Galaxy looked well. amazing in the trailer. Uh, yeah. But for 64, it is kind of tough, especially because it has been accessible in so many different ways, and it would have been really cool, especially for this big anniversary, to get oh, a complete... Uh, a complete remake of Super Mm -hmm. Mario 64. But at the same time, I wouldn't see them doing a complete remake of Super Mario 64 and then putting it in a triple pack with two games that aren't. And I also didn't see them doing complete remakes from the ground up of Sunshine or Galaxy. So the way that they're doing this with the pack, I didn't see that as being too feasible. If these were separate, that would have been a higher likelihood to me that they would do a complete remake. They could have done
1: a remake of 64 and then a pack of Sunshine in both galaxies.
0: They could have done that, yeah. But, like, it's been done before. Like, Nintendo can package something for $60 and it will sell like crazy. But Master Chief Collection, Halo 2 is remastered. Halo 3 and 4 are just ported over. So it could have been something like that where you do just do the one that needs it the most because I think Sunshine will look good just up-resed into HD. GameCube games honestly still look pretty good today. I think that they look better than we games they most do. of the time. It's weird. So I think Galaxy will look gorgeous. I think Sunshine will look great. And then 64, I don't know. I, I would have liked if these were remade, but I also do appreciate that they're in their original forms. Like Super Mario 64 is a groundbreaking game, and the original isn't available on Switch to play. So I think it's fine that in this triple pack for sixty bucks, you're getting twenty bucks a piece of these games, basically. In their original form. I don't have a super pro- big problem with it. It would have been nice, but it's not a deal breaker. I've already pre-ordered the game. I'm, I'm getting it on day one. Uh, and one of the reasons I already pre-ordered <laughs> it.
2: Here's the other big problem besides Galaxy 2 not being there.
0: Yeah, this is an interesting one. A lot of people are really mad about this. I'm kind of taking a wait and see approach. And that is that this is only going to be available physically and digitally until March 31st. 2021 so 10 years ago for mario's 25th anniversary they had the super mario all-stars 25th anniversary edition on the wii which was a limited run physical package it was it was super mario all-stars from the snes on wii and it had like an art book and, and some other museum type things kind of like how this has the sound Uh, all the soundtracks from the three games and it was limited also it was a limited physical run this is a limited physical run but it's also being taken down from the eShop march 31st now i think that the i think what's going to happen is come april 1st 2021 these will be listed separately for an upcharge like 30 bucks for galaxy 30 for sunshine 20 or 25 for 64 maybe they'll release 30 maybe i'm sure they'll do 30 (laughs) something like that so i can see that or maybe april 1st they're planning this rollout of n64 online for switch online subscribers and 64 is a part of it and then they list sunshine and galaxy separately i don't think these games will become inaccessible on switch after march 31st i just think that purchasing them in this special 35th anniversary package once that celebration is over i think that's all that's going away and i honestly don't know if i have a super big problem with that as long as the games remain accessible on the system well that's the thing if if they're made accessible afterwards
2: at an upcharge i mean that would that would still kind of suck but yep. i wouldn't have too big a too big a deal with them still being available the problem is we have no idea and <laughs>
1: yeah, that's just a guess. nintendo
2: that's is, has has done that before where they're just like, nope, it's gone, bye, see you later. They they, they pulled a lot of physical games in the past. Now, like what? The thing that makes things, what, the, uh, some of the trilogies that they released, right? I, I remember hearing Prime Trilogy was Oh, that
0: game has been hard was, was to limited, find,
2: yeah. Uh, was a pretty limited run. So they've done this before, but the extra wrinkle is that digital version. You have to hope that somehow they make these games available mm-hmm. in another form once March 31st hits. But as of now, we don't know for sure if that's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. they could just as easily be like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll pull a jump rope challenge or whatever and just mm-hmm. pull it and see you later. It's, it's gone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And part of me gets like, hey, you're trying to make this a celebration of this specific anniversary. That's what this is for. And part of me is like, I think I'm OK with that. But on the other hand, a lot of people don't have expendable income right now. So it's not like they can even drop 60 bucks to secure these before they go away because of unemployment and the pandemic. Not everyone can just do that. So that part's a little bit strange that after March 31st, it's like, hey, if you didn't have the spare $60, you're, you're just screwed out of this really cool collections act. Do you have any additional thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I saw some theories that they were just trying to boost their quarter sales because of the pandemic, Um, so they're just like, hey, get this in before March 31st, we're definitely going to want you to do that, so I don't know what the ulterior motives are behind it, but as long as they're available in some form after that, uh, just in case I do wait on it, uh, that's all I really care about.
0: I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but March 31st is also the end of Nintendo's fiscal year, Uh, it goes April to March, so... I don't know if they're just like, hey, we sold this many copies in our fiscal year of the 35th anniversary collection. They're
1: trying to boost sale numbers.
0: Yeah, so I don't really know. I feel mixed about it, but I'm kind of taking the wait and see approach because I feel like these games will still be available just in a different form after this anniversary celebration's over.
2: Yeah, even if uh, Mario 64 is available on Nintendo Switch Online because they're bringing N64 games, man, I still want that. Actually being able to own it <laughs> rather, mm-hmm. rather than have that where it comes to the online service and then they pull it from the, uh, from the store yeah. and then oh, just and put also, up Sunshine and Galaxy. That would still feel kind of weird.
0: Important to note that if you buy them digitally, after they're delisted, they will still be downloadable to you if you own Thank them. Thank goodness. So it's not like they are removed completely. It's just they're not purchasable anymore. So it's not like a total removal. They are still downloadable. If you have to delete it for space at some point, and you can get it back. So, that would be a real, yeah.
2: <laughs> real bad yeah. move. Like, yep, completely delisted. Mm-hmm. If you lose your Switch or something, bye bye.
0: A couple other things. I know Nintendo's done shadow drops before. Like, hey, then it's out today. NES Remix was out today. But this, for a game collection this big, I know it's not new. I know it's just three Uprest ports being brought to Switch. But people have wanted this for months with the rumors. Two weeks from announcement to release is absolutely nuts. It's so cool. We are going to be talking about playing these games again on the show in a couple weeks, and that is super exciting. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, really nice. You think you think this was delayed at all because of everything that's been going on, and that it would have, have been further see. from further from launch? But now that it, they just pushed it back far enough where it's like, hey, it's coming out in a couple of weeks.
0: I don't. I think that September eighteenth was probably always the day because from what no, we've I heard mean, oh, I mean for the
2: for the for the direct and announcing it oh yeah know,
0: between announcement and release would have been
2: much larger if other circumstances weren't happening
0: well what we've heard is that the E3 booth was supposed to be a 35th anniversary Super Mario booth so this stuff was all supposed to be unveiled in June and that makes sense a 3 month wait for this collection that's yep. that's a good amount of time so yeah i think that's what it was supposed to be and before the Direct this week, I saw a rumor online that's like, hey, this collection has been pushed to December. And that was not true at all. It's coming out It's coming out in two <laughs> weeks, so super exciting. My last thought on this before we move on, and I also want to get your ranking of how excited you are for each three of these games, but the fact that this is a September game and that Pikmin is an October game, there's still a Nintendo game we don't know is coming. Uh, and it's the November game. Breath of the Wild 2. I do not think so. <laughs>
2: I, do, I don't think Probably so. Probably not. But maybe, Which remake are they going to get to fill that?
0: It could be Bravely <laughs> Default too. could be the f- November game. Like, it's not huge, huge, but I think that could be a, the November game.
1: New uh, F-Zero. With nothing else. Still banking on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I think there's still stuff. Because after Pikmin, I was convinced the Mario thing was going to be the big, the big November game. Or the 3D world would be, but it's not coming out until next year. But Kevin, what's your ranking of excitement for these three titles?
2: Uh, Sunshine, 64, Galaxy. Uh, I have not beaten Sunshine or 64. Sunshine holds a bigger piece of nostalgia for me because that was the one that I played a lot of as a kid. I didn't really play too much of 64, but that's one that I want to beat. And then Galaxy, I played a ton of as a kid and beat it. So it'll just be nice to go back to that. Mm -hmm. But I think Sunshine and 64 are the two big ones for me.
0: Zach, how
1: about you? Yeah, it's the exact same order. I think Sunshine is the one I want to try out the most just because the aesthetic has always appealed to me. It looks super fun. Um, And then 64, I know a lot of people loved. And then I have dabbled in Galaxy a little. Um, I I do want to get back into it, uh, see what I was missing, but I think that one's probably on the bottom of my list.
0: Uh, Mine is also the same order. I just beat Galaxy this year a few months ago. I finished that game. Keeping with my tradition of I beat games and then they're announced to be remade or remastered. Uh, And then 64, I have played a fair amount of. I've never finished it, but I know a lot about that game and have played a lot of it. But Sunshine is really a blind spot. I watched my dad play it when I was a kid, barely remember it. And I just like the aesthetic a lot. It's really cool. So that's the one I'm going to be diving into first when when I pick it up. Be that's prepared
2: long. for some bogus, though. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. have
0: flood sunshine
2: yeah. has that's flooded. flood. Yeah, it, it channels yeah. its inner sonic and just pulls oh. out some some mm-hmm. real stinkers sometimes. But well, uh, it looks like some different. of the
0: major frame rate issues were actually fixed. Um, so from that's the trailer, good. they showed they were showing some of the trouble levels. I saw some guy on Twitter be like, yeah, these were the levels that were awful in the GameCube. And it looks like the the frame rate is they fixed. showed. Did they show the pachinko? They showed where? a manta, like a manta ray level or something. like okay, that?
2: Okay, the manta ray, Man ray yeah. was was uh, was really hard. Uh, the pachinko physics were bizarre, so I'm hoping that that was kind of tuned up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like I feel like sunshine is the one for a lot of people again because it was the least accessible out of all of these games.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably the
2: one that people are most excited to to pick up for the first time or go and revisit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so super excited about this collection, but it's actually not my favorite announcement from this thing. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury is coming to Nintendo Switch February 21st, 2021, about five months from now. I love Super Mario 3D World. You guys know that. It is one of the last Wii U exclusives worth bringing over to the Switch that had not been brought over yet after Pikmin 3. People were like, okay, this one's got to be coming.
2: And... What's left now? Is that just Xenoblade X?
0: Xenoblade, yeah, Xenoblade is a big one. Uh, there's there's some other ones that aren't good that are still stranded. But...
2: <laughs> well, yeah, good games.
0: Yeah. Is Xenoblade it now? And the, the Zelda HD remakes. Oh, and the Zelda HD ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, I done. am super hyped for this one. This isn't a cheap Wii U port like we have seen. They have changed a ton in this game, so I want to run down real quick what I noticed and what they've officially said. First of all, Bowser's Fury is a new new content that was very mysterious. They show like this really stormy hub world that we don't really know what's going on there, but it's going to be new content, which I'm very excited about. They're adding online multiplayer, so the original is just local, but this one is going to be fully online, which is super exciting, uh, up to four players. They upped the run speed of every character, so the game is just way faster now. That was some people's complaints from the original is that it felt sluggish. Uh, and it looks like they're messing with some of the camera angles too to just make it look more dynamic. It's it's kind of that static top-down look for a lot of the levels, and it just looks a little bit different. So super excited for this this remaster. It looks a lot different. And then there's uh, Cat Mario and Cat Peach Amiibo that was not in the presentation, which was weird. They were announced on Twitter afterwards, but they're coming out on the same day. You guys excited for Super Mario 3D World? Yeah, I've been
2: waiting for it for a while. Uh, like Sunshine is... Uh is your blind spot, 3D World's mine, because I never had a Wii U, and mm-hmm. I've just been waiting for it to come out on Switch, and I'm really glad that it isn't a tropical freeze situation where they just added in one little thing, and they're like, hey, 60 bucks. I'm glad that it looks like we're getting, beyond just tweaks and fixes to the original game, that we're getting a substantial extra amount of content, like we're getting with uh, with Pikmin 3 coming up soon. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of extra content uh, gets me excited to to pick this one up.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is this game is so good. It's so good multiplayer. So the fact that it's online, I played the original with my sister. We're planning to play it online together. I want to play it with you guys too. Like I want to play it with everybody. I I've beaten this game like three times, and I'll probably beat it like three more times on Switch because it's yeah, yep. it's so good. I don't. I recommend playing it multiplayer. Like it is so much more fun and, and better that way. It's really designed for that.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward All to right. it.
0: Yeah. So if you guys want to get no Games file going, we could. If uh, if I get into the remasters, then I'll I'll pick up 3D World. <laughs> yeah, it well, is. At the
2: very least, me and Logan will play through it.
0: <laughs> yeah. so this... I'll, I'll most likely be picking it up. Yeah, this one, like, a lot of people are like, man, I was crying when they were showing off Galaxy. I got the most emotional when they showed off this game because the soundtrack is just so good. And I've just played this game so dang much since it came out. So, yeah, this is my most excited announcement. Excited to see what the new content is since we really have no idea. I hope it's substantial and I hope it's hard. I hope it's like really brutal levels that they add to this. I hope that like it's it takes into account the up speed of the characters and makes it like about really really fast momentum levels. That would be really cool. So looking forward to that one. New Mario Kart, uh new Mario <laughs> Kart announced. I got super <laughs> hyped when I heard Like the engines revving in this trailer. I was like, no freaking way. Are they showing off Mario Kart 9? Not quite. This is Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. And it is a new AR experience that is on the Switch and also has physical toys that go with it. You have this race car of Mario or Luigi that has a camera uh, on the back above their heads. And you create these racetracks in your own home. And then you play on the Switch. You see the camera view... From your race car, along with AR graphics, like other races, other racers, items, things like that. So really cool, really cool toy, I think, for kids. Don't know how we feel about this. Kevin, you were saying before the show that you would have loved this about a decade ago.
2: Yeah, I feel like if I was between the ages of like 8 or 9 and 13, me and my friends would have been all over this. Mm -hmm. Being able to not only have just like the AR stuff, but being able to design our own tracks. I think that's the coolest thing where you have these little like like flag post things or Mm -hmm. little like checkpoints. And you basically just create your own tracks. I feel like, because back in the day, me and my friends would do a lot of things with like Hot Wheels and being Mm -hmm. able to like make the Hot Wheels tracks. So I feel like that would just be an extension of that for us. But for me now, it's the same thing that it was with Labo where I'm like, that's, really cool for for maybe me as a kid and a certain group of people but for like me it. now and for the <laughs> price tag they're selling it at yeah uh, you know i'm not i'm not picking it up now
0: yeah it looks really cool i i am not going i'm not planning to pick this up either even though uh, it does look awesome i also would have loved this when i was a kid zach what was your take on this one
1: yeah i'm in the same boat i'm probably not going to pick it up i think it's a little uh too I don't know. I've never done... The last AR thing I did was, I think, the cards that came with the 3DS. The only AR thing? Wasn't a big fan of that, so I think I'll probably hold off on this one. But like you guys said, I would have loved it as a kid. It is a super cool concept, and I think that is a cool direction to take that series into to keep it um, fresh. But Mario Kart 9 would have also been nice. I
0: I also (laughs) just wonder how long it's going to stay fun. Like... Your house is only oh, so big. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't exactly. know. Exactly, How like, many
1: carts could you realistically make? And that's another thing. You I feel like when
0: you're a kid and you have, like, all the time in the world and you just, like, care so much about the smallest things. Like, in my basement at home, I would be building, like, these crazy tracks when I was a kid and, like, build ramps and jumps and stuff like that. But it's, like, now it's, like, yeah, how long would that stay fun? So I, I'm curious to see also how the tech just works, if it works well like, if the camera to the Switch is responsive, if you get too far away, if, like, the shot gets laggy or anything like that. So, I'll be curious to see what people who have it think of it when it comes out. And it's coming out soon. It's coming out uh, in October. So, yeah, that's coming up. But that's a pretty cool one. Uh, we'll we'll get through some of these other ones kind of fast. Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. brings classic games to uh, the, a Game & Watch device. So, it's the Famicom-colored Game & Watch. It has Super Mario Bros. 1, Super Mario Bros. 2, The Lost Levels and ball one of the original game and watch games but remade with mario and it also functions as a clock a little expensive it's 50 uh comes out november 13th i believe so that's that's a pretty cool device for for hardcore mario collectors out there and especially people who played game and watches back in the day Uh, super mario brothers 35 a mario battle royale this one is cool it is the same design as Tetris 99. You can you can tell. It has all the screens of everyone mm-hmm. else on the left and right. And basically, when you defeat an enemy, that enemy gets sent to another person's Mario game. So enemies are just constantly spawning in. And it's a speed run. You want to be the last Mario standing. And it looks really cool. It's coming out as a Switch Online exclusive on October 1st. And it is also only playable until March 31st of 2021.
2: That one's a little different because it's not going to be playable at all. Not just like not available for sale; it's just gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is a little sad. But it is free, but... so I guess they can do whatever they want since it's a free game for their subscribers. I guess so.
2: But it's like, what are they losing it by keeping it up?
1: Mm. Exactly. It's it's
2: the it's same. Funny. It's the same thing with the uh, with the jump rope challenge that they did. What are they gaining by pulling it? Yeah, they're not making any money from it. I I don't know.
1: I
0: guess yeah. it's their
2: prerogative. It Maybe it's just make.
0: they want it to be this fun event that people remember until they bring out the next limited game. Like, it's if it's only available for this five-month period, then it's like, hey, you got to play this now. So it would have a pretty active player base for that time. And then it's like, well, goodbye. I wish it was sticking around because the alternative is the player base just dwindles and who cares? Like, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if it stays playable longer than that if if it's popular. but But we'll see. Moving on from that, Super Mario All-Stars is coming out today, or yesterday now, on Switch. So it is out, and that is the uh, SNES remakes of Mario 1, 2, 3, and The Lost Levels. Pretty cool I have that game on my SNES. It's kind of weird playing the original Mario in remade graphics, just because the original graphics are so iconic. But uh-huh. and, and all these games are on the NES app, so it's <laughs> like, I would just play the originals over this. But there are a lot of Super Mario All-Stars fans out there. Um, yeah. so, and it was I'm excited
2: cool to, to never play this cause it's on switch online.
0: <laughs> I just don't go onto the app. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then there's uh, little... some, there's some other cool stuff too. A Mario Kart tour event, a, uh, Mario maker two course, a super smash brothers ultimate online tournament using super Mario characters and stages, a super Mario splat fest of the star power up versus the mushroom power up and Super Mario Furniture is coming to Animal Crossing New Horizons in March. So, all in all, a pretty good celebration. And if you do a bunch of these Mario-related tasks on Nintendo.com, you can get this really cool set of Mario pins. And each pin is a different Mario game. So you got one for Mario 1, 2, 3, Super Mario World, Super Mario 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, Odyssey the new super mario games and they're all holding or doing something in relation to that game. So some really a really unique pin set like cat mario for 3D world, mario throne as cap for odyssey. So I thought that that pin set's really cool and you just have to do a few things on nintendo.com like take a mario quiz, listen to some mario music, and you also have to have the game pre-ordered. So that's pretty cool. I am one task away from getting that pin set. So I'm going to get that. <laughs> I'm going to get that set cool. to me.
2: But Finally doing something with my Nintendo. I was just going to say,
0: physical rewards, finally. And they have the Splatoon keychains also uh, for the Splatfest. Yeah. And the t-shirts that you can order on, on the Nintendo store online. Like the actual t-shirts they wear in the Splatfest. Super cool.
2: I'm glad they're getting physical stuff after, what, th- how, how many years since uh, Club Nintendo shut down?
0: Uh, that was in 2015 or 16, I think, that it Five shut years. down. Took him yeah. about five years to
2: be like, oh, we should, uh, we should bring back the physical rewards and not just some wallpapers. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely going to try and uh, get that stuff done to try and get the, the pin set.
0: Mm-hmm. So overall, I thought this Direct was a home run. I was super happy with it and excited about it. Some cool new projects like the, the Battle Royale out of nowhere and the Mario Kart thing is great for a certain audience. And then just getting the 3D Mario games that we wanted except Galaxy 2. Just all in all, I think it's a win the minor setbacks like the the March 31st thing and no galaxy 2 don't don't bother me too much. I thought this was a big success. Your guys' final thoughts on on this Mario Direct.
2: It was fun Dude, that it I've... was still a surprise to me. Not yeah. not that we were getting the the collection, but just the direct in general that they were mm-hmm, able mm-hmm. to to keep that a surprise and that when it dropped I'm like, "Oh my god, there it is." <laughs> Yeah. Like, despite Mm -hmm. all of the rumors that were swirling around, somehow it was still Mm -hmm. able to surprise me, and I think that was impressive.
0: I think it's because there were so uh, many leaks that it surprised you, because there was a leak for today, the day. The leak was right, but there's a leak every week, so you just don't believe any of them anymore.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. Zach, you were going to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to say that they had a lot of strong announcements. It's just nice to see a direct with a a really strong lineup, and I know they always go hard for Mario, but um, it's just nice to see.
0: Yeah super exciting and something that wasn't leaked was 3d world the title like the bowser's fury thing was not leaked so i thought that was an exciting surprise that it wasn't just deluxe with not much new so excited to see what that is Uh, and then really nothing but this mario all-stars 3d all-stars was what leaked everything else was a total surprise with the battle royale and the cart and it was it was just all really fun to be surprised by a nintendo direct again after the disappointing partner showcases we've been getting, this was a great showing from Nintendo.
2: It is a little bit sad wondering what could have been if everything this year didn't happen in terms of mm-hmm. what they would have brought to E3, what they would have brought to the Olympics, having the theme park open up right around this yeah. time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, you just you just get a little sad of what could have been because I, mm-hmm. I know that they were planning something much bigger than this. It's still really exciting to get all these games, but man... Mm-hmm. Man, in any other year, if you could have had all of this come together, that would have been magical.
0: Yeah, because thinking about it, at E3, they could have announced 3D All-Stars, 3D World, Pikmin 3, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Remastered, and Shin Megami Tensei 5's return, um, Paper Mario, and it's like, hey, it's out in a month. So that's that's five huge things right there they all would have had in their E3 showcase, plus some other stuff I'm probably forgetting, third-party stuff, things like that, so... Yeah, it, it could have been a huge E3 for Nintendo if it had happened as planned, just based on all these piecemeal things we've been getting the last few months.
2: Yeah, but still really glad to see all of these, and I'm excited to, to go back to some games from my childhood and replay them.
0: Yeah, me too. And we're going to get to the rest of the news later, but Kevin, we got some big games to talk about.
2: We do. I didn't think I was going to beat Origami King before you, but here we <laughs> are. Do.
0: Yeah, here, here we
2: are. We are. Uh, was able to, to squeak it in yesterday before recording. Able to uh, able to beat it before recording the show. So I was glad about that. I'll have more of my thoughts expanded from last week's show in an article on the website this weekend at odogames.com so you can check that out later this weekend. Man, am I mixed on this game. <laughs> I kind of felt like I was going to be. A lot of my thoughts from last week in terms of the battle system still stand where the main thing that kind of hit me over the last couple of weeks is that because you don't have HP bars for enemies and because your attacks can do such a wide variety of damage, a lot of the time I'm just guessing on on what item to use, fights will go on way longer because I used... A shiny weapon, but that wouldn't have mattered because it wouldn't have killed him anyway, because I didn't get the one point five times multiplier, so I just wasted that item and I gotta go back and use the regular again. It it's really frustrating. And and there's still problems of battles not really being too integral. You can they they still kind of feel that you don't have to do them as much. I mean, you have the the what what is it, the 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 paper <laughs> the confetti. paper that you're picking up the f- confetti it was uh couldn't remember it for some reason the confetti, so that's there, but there's still I feel less of an incentive to battle the coins they still shower you with coins, uh so it's still got some of those issues w- that that the previous games had, like color splash had with the overabundance of coins, but man, it just sucks because the other pieces that are there. I can see a really good Mario game, a really good paper Mario game with the worlds that they have crafted with the soundtrack that they have put alongside it with some really nice character moments too, that I, that I really appreciated from some of the partners, the open areas that you get to explore. I like all of that. It's great. But once again, the battle system just isn't very good. And what, makes it even weirder is that they introduce these overworld combat sequences that I honestly like more than most of the combat in the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The, so the out action, of all of the, like the real-time action. The action, action. combat. Yeah. So you, have, you have some real-time boss fights that I had a ton of fun with. And then, of course, uh, they were showing these off a bunch. They just have, like, the big, um, the big Goombas and Koopas that are running around, and that's also uh, some overworld combat. I had... As much fun, if not more fun, with those than I did with the regular combat, which which isn't really a good thing, I don't think. yeah. The boss fights, I will say, the boss fights, I think, are the best use of the ring base system because they're able to change things up more than the regular enemies do because they're able to mess with the ba- with the uh, with the rings, being able to make certain rings inaccessible, or you you, you take damage by going on a certain ring. I feel like the bosses do a pretty good job with the ring based system, but it's still just that regular combat that just, I don't know why it's still here. I really don't because they're trying so hard to be like, Hey, this is a Mario adventure game. This isn't a Mario RPG game, but for whatever reason, they still, it seems like they're still beholden to giving it these half baked RPG mechanics. And that sucks because I see the, the greater world is great. The music is great, and I love the overworld combat. Just make an adventure game at this point. If you're I gotta not say, give I think
0: us... you'd get tired of the overworld combat if it was the whole game, because all Mario does is run around and you tap one button to hit your hammer. So I think that would get exhausting if it was the entire combat for the whole game.
2: I guess, but the regular combat of the ring system is exhausting anyways. Yeah. Like, by the end of the game, I was bored. Like, I was getting frustrated getting into combat. Like, when I would get into another combat, i kind of like, oh, here we go. And I didn't even want to just do the puzzle. I'm just like, get me through this as fast as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. In a perfect world, we just go back to the the combat of the old games and have everything else from the game in terms of its world, its story, its characters, and have that in there. But as it is right now, it's, it's a fun game. I enjoyed it a lot. But it still is, is bogged down by that combat. And it just frustrates me. Because... There's a blueprint from the first two games that's there, and it's really good, and that if they just brought that back, the rest of the game is so good that I maybe would have even liked it more than the Thousand-Year Door. But as of now, I would put it below Thousand-Year Door, below Paper Mario 64, and below Bug Fables. (laughs) I would put it below all of that because I think it's, its core gameplay just isn't very well fleshed out, which sucks. And it, and it frustrates me because I know that there's a really good game there. And I had a lot of fun.
0: I haven't played it yeah, in like a combat. month. <laughs> yep. You need to get back too to it. Fall, yeah,
2: exactly. yeah, too much Fall Guys. Yeah, exactly. Too much Fall Guys. Yeah, it's, it frustrates me. Sounds I like you liked a- it overall, though. I did. I, I don't hate it on the level that I do Sticker Star. Because the, the puzzle ring system is leagues better than the card, card combat of the, of the previous two games. Mm-hmm. but yeah it sucks also after playing bug fables it makes me want mario to not be a silent protagonist because there are some points in the story where they were trying to have these like big scenes and i'm like mario you need to talk dude <laughs> <laughs> like, come on uh-huh. say something here uh that was just one thing that i noticed after playing bug fables but he was silent in the first two games so whatever but it's a good game i wouldn't say it's a great game but you can still have you can still have a bunch of fun with it, just doing a lot of the exploration. The world is gorgeous. Listen to that soundtrack, man! That hotel music, yeah, the, dude. The pool, the pool music is incredible. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are going to be on it overall when uh, if he ever finishes it. <laughs> if you ever finish it,
0: I, you still haven't you still haven't played it in no. the
2: last month no. at all. I know you were saying that you were going to try and play it some and then uh
0: it just hasn't happened, man. It just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> it will. I'm not giving up on it. It's not going to become a game that I'm like 10 years down the line, oh yeah. No, it's going to it's going to happen before the Mario 3D All-Stars Collection comes out.
2: All right. Got to yeah. You only got a got a little yeah. while before then.
0: I'm on the fourth streamer, like I'm getting there. I assume I don't have a ton left. Uh so, yeah. It'll happen. There's still a fair amount left. Yeah.
2: I mean, the worlds are are big enough where it does take you some time to go through them.
0: Yeah. But I think I'm almost done with the fourth streamer. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, Ghost. I oh. am very surprised that it wasn't Zack that picked it up first. It wasn't. No, it I'm was me. I'm also
0: surprised. I, I purchased Ghost of Tsushima. And for how much? For full price. Oh, disgusting. Digitally. Uh, on playstation network
2: so what was the push to get you to buy it was there something that pushed you over the edge
0: uh
1: i didn't want to play super mario or paper mario i was looking
0: for a new game to play with my girlfriend we had just finished my second playthrough of the last of us part two and that is what we selected and so i bought it and so i'm only playing it with with her And because of my awful work schedule, we don't get to play that much during the week. So this is probably going to be a slow burn, this game, uh, since I don't have a ton of windows where I can play it with her. But it is super fun so far. You guys know I am not that into open world games. There are only a handful of open world games that I really enjoy. And it's because I struggle with, if I don't do absolutely everything, I feel like I'm missing out on really good content. And if I do everything, I get burned out and don't finish it. So it's like, what is the right answer to tackling an open-world game? And I still don't really know. But Ghost of Tsushima is super cool in that it does not just totally flood your map with crap to do that you don't care about. I love Spider-Man to death on PS4, but it does that. It's like, hey, here's 150 backpacks. Here is, like, all these different outposts you have to go to. And what I've heard about Ghost of Tsushima is there is too much stuff to collect and do. But it's not on my map. So I don't find it overwhelming. Like there's a ton of fox shrines you have to do. There's a ton of collectibles to find. But I don't really care because if I come across them, great. But there's no mini-map on the main screen. The the, the HUD is really empty. It's basically if you swipe the touchpad, it shows you where your objective is and that is it. Uh, so I don't feel overwhelmed by it so far about six hours in. And the combat is super great. It's, it's really fun. I heard great things about it when it was reviewing and I agree with it so far. It feels a lot like Jedi Fallen Order's combat, which I loved. Um, kind of like a a uh, FromSoft light combat where you have a lot of blocking and parrying and unblockable attacks that you have to dodge. So that's really cool. The world is just absolutely gorgeous. I love that, the, that there's nothing on the screen, no icons, no map blocking it, because it is just a joy to look at and explore. I really like the characters so far. Uh, it's not the most complex story, but I'm really enjoying the story that is there. I really like Jean, the main character. I think he's he's really likable. So yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm kind of just I pick an objective, whether it's a side mission or a main mission, I start riding to it and it does feel like Breath of the Wild did, which is another comparison I've heard where you just get interrupted by stuff on the way and get so distracted and like five things later you're like what were we initially setting out to do so it gives that feeling which is really cool just going into these mongol camps and clearing them out or if you sometimes a bear is like attacking a person and you can't tell if the person is a mongol or an ally and so then sometimes the person will get up off the ground and start shooting you with arrows and you're like whoa i just saved your life from this bear why are you a little gratitude yeah so there's just really cool moments like that it's just a beautiful world to explore. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm glad that I picked it up. How are the, uh, how are
2: the side missions in comparison to the, to the main missions? I
0: Like, like in them terms so of far.
2: like story or, or interesting things to do.
0: Yeah. I, I like them so far. Uh, I mean, it, it kind of is just go here and kill these people is how the side missions yeah. work. But what I like about it is that sometimes they're tied into the main missions, but they are side missions. So for example, Right now, I am recruiting people for this mission we have to go do. And there's like three warriors that I need to go around the world and recruit. And one of them, after the first mission in his plot, which sets up this story about his apprentice who has gone rogue, is basically the baseline plot of this. So after the first one where you help like investigate what happened, he's like, okay, I will join you on this mission that you need me to do in the main story. So you can leave it there. Or you can go back and see the rest of that side plot through. So I think it's a really cool setup and that side plots aren't always completely unrelated to the main quest. It's like, oh, I did this. I started this favor for this guy. And if it interested me, now I can see it through. And it was interesting. And the story is good. And the conversations and dialogue is really good. So I like that setup. I mean, there are some fetch quests. Like, I'm trying to find this mythical armor right now. And I have been just sent all over the place looking for it. And it's like, come on. I did this boss fight. Zach and I were going to play Monster Hunter last night. And I was stuck on this boss. that kept killing me. And I'm like, it's this is a tough boss. I feel like I'm going to get the armor. And after I beat them, they were like, I heard that the armor was last seen here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> just giving you breadcrumbs. Yeah, exactly. So it does suffer from some of the open world tropes of the genre for sure. But the world is just so engaging to me. And the music is great. And the combat is great that that's what gets me through. Cause just exploration in an open world doesn't really do it for me. It has to be a world, a story and combat that I care about a lot to get me to the end of an open world game. And I think this has the criteria to do it so far.
2: Last thing. Uh, I heard that you tried it in Japanese and that you swapped over to English.
0: Yeah. Really disappointing. Was it that bad? It, the, the lip sync is for English in this yeah. game and For with
1: whatever reason
0: with subtitles on and just knowing what they were saying in English and knowing Japanese and knowing what they should be looking like and just seeing that it's not syncing up it was just bugging me too much and I couldn't do it which is a shame because I really wanted to play this game in Japanese but it was just pulling me out of the experience in some of these more serious cutscenes when their lips are just not matching up with what they're saying. So I did switch it to English. The English cast is really, really good. So it still sounds great. But that was a slight disappointment. But at this point, I'm used to playing it in English already.
2: Yeah. It just sucks that they couldn't sync it for the those two audio tracks specifically. Mm-hmm. But as long as, as the English audio is still good, then it doesn't hinder mm-hmm. it too much.
0: Oh, I have, I have two other things actually real quick. One is a gripe and one is something really funny. Uh, my gripe is okay. that I love the no map. It's really cool. You just have to use landmarks to get around and use the guiding wind to find your way. That's super cool. What I don't like is when you get to a town and you don't have a mini-map. Because on the, I, Mini. unless I haven't figured it out yet, on the main map in the menu, I can't figure out a way to find out where these merchants are. Because there's like a bow person, a sword person, a general shop, and and something else. Armor. Yeah, and armor. And it's really hard to find the people because the icons are so small, like if they're far away So it'll be better once I get to know the towns more as I play more. But when I discover a new town, it's like, I just need to buy this thing. Where is this person? So that's a small gripe, (laughs) but I mean, it it keeps that's how it would be in real life. You don't know
1: where the towns are. It's true. Or where the the shops are in the town.
0: And I love the horse. Uh, The horse is awesome. He has I have my favorite ability on the horse. The upgrade tree is awesome. I have a ton of really cool abilities already this early on. You can
1: upgrade the horse.
0: You have attacks... I have an attack based on my horse. If I am on my horse and I sprint on my horse and I charge at an enemy, I can hit triangle to leap off my horse and just plunge my katana through through the guy's skull. And it is the most cinematic, epic move that I have. And I do that all the time. And if your horse, like, jumps off a cliff, the horse will fall down on its side and, like, skid across the world. And it's really funny. Uh, And then he just gets up and he's fine. But the horse riding is fun and... You get to pick the color and the name of your horse, which I thought was cool. Oh, yeah. My horse's name is Nobu. There's like three options, and that is the one that I picked. But yeah, I like it. Oh, you get like options of names. Yeah, because he it's voice acted. The horse here, like he calls your horse. Oh. He's like, so it's like Nobu, and I don't remember the other two. But I picked a white horse, and its name is Nobu, and I love Nobu. Can't have
2: him be like calling him Dingus or
0: <laughs> moron or yeah. something. Yeah. Aww. but that Zach, is. Zach, I think this is a game you would love. Kevin, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much you would like it. I feel like I feel like this one has Zach on it, and that he should play it.
1: I absolutely know I would love it, but I absolutely don't want to spend more than thirty dollars on it.
2: <laughs> Give yeah. it some time, at least until Black Friday. Black Friday, it'll probably be down to 40, yeah, exactly. I, would, I, would guess. I
1: waited, I waited four, five years to play Witcher Three. It only cost me fifteen dollars. You go. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not gonna wait five right. years on this one though. <laughs> Do we want
2: to get into some news here?
0: Yeah, let's blow through this news pretty quick here. Uh, I think we're only going to talk about two of these. PS5 is only going to be backwards compatible with PS4 games. So there were rumors it could be PS3, PS2, yeah. and PS1 back in the day, but that's not true. Uh, it's more of what we've what we've seen in the past. Just one generation back, I'm fine with that. Do you guys have any issues with that?
1: Nope, since we're console collectors, it's not really that affecting. <laughs> that's, that's true. It just frustrates me that Xbox
2: has been so gung-ho about making sure that everything from their back catalog is available and PlayStation just seems unwilling to do that. At,
1: at least that gives Xbox, like, uh, one of another niche, you know? I like that Xbox has, like, I, some stuff that it does.
2: I guess, but
1: I wouldn't... Backwards
2: compatibility I, doesn't feel like it should be a niche to me. <laughs>
1: That's but... fair. It should be a bit of a standard.
2: Yeah, um... Yeah, it's. I'm glad that it's backwards compatible with PS4 games. If it wasn't, that'd be that'd be a bigger problem for me. Um, but yeah, Wait, just when you see the other. Was it like
1: the top 25 PS4 games? Top 100 at, some point, at launch, and they're going to add more. Oh, and okay. then, yeah,
2: okay. like like Xbox was doing beforehand, where they were mm-hmm. slowly rolling this out. Um, yeah, just just seeing the other console doing it, it just frustrates me that Sony wouldn't do it as well. But, but the other consoles it.
0: doing it because when you're behind. In sales, you have to get bold, and Sony is so far out in front right now, they don't have to worry about any of that stuff.
1: They can stay lukewarm. Yeah, They can just stay with less features, I guess.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't bother me. We've never had a console before that can play back more than one generation. So I'm more comparing Make it to it that than comparing it to the what the Xbox is doing, because the Xbox is basically a PC at this point. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't bother me that much. I mean, if I really want to play a PS3 game, I can hook up my PS3. Uh, I know some people trade in consoles, but if you trade them in, I guess you're you're accepting that you're not going to be able to play those games. And hopefully this just means a revamped PS Now system or service or something like that is on the way, like Game Pass. I mean, there are old games playable through streaming on PS Now, so that if that sees a revamp through PS5, then that could kind of make up for the lack of physical backwards compatibility, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see on that one. But yeah, PS5 just sticking to be a traditional next generation upgrade rather than this ecosystem Xbox is building, and that news fits in with that. This is a good piece of news from Nintendo. The eShop is allowing pre-order cancellations up to seven days before a game launch. So finally, you can cancel orders on the eShop. This has been an issue for a long time. Uh, but that's a that's a big improvement and something people have been wanting for a long time. It's funny
2: to me that Nintendo would fight this in in european courts and then just introduce the mechanic later yeah yeah. they're like no we will not allow that now here you go
1: yeah now that we've won i think we won well yeah i was Mm -hmm. gonna say i don't know how that course came out but this might have been like a a repercussion of that case like they had to have done it or something like that because i don't know if they won or not but
2: it just makes a lot of sense. Where basically every, whether you're going physical or digital, basically everywhere else has the ability to cancel your pre-orders. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just just a needed a feature. Thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think we'll stop the news there, Kevin, and get into the rest of the games we're playing. All right. Is it just Fall Guys,
2: or have you guys been yep. playing something else?
0: Well, I'm,
2: I'm, was, are we uh... able to talk about things that isn't just Fall Guys with you? I'm I'm excited. Yes.
1: But the thing that I want to talk about is something that I could probably only talk about with me, because it's the only a thing I've played. I was gone for a week, and I was uh, visiting a friend, the friend who I uh, Platinum Dishonored 2 with, so we decided to sit down and Platinum the third Dishonored game, Dishonored Death of the Outsider, uh, which I had beaten a couple times already. So the, the Platinum, I was already like a third of the way there. Um, it wasn't terribly difficult. I am very good at these games. Um the platinum has like five percent, so it was the highest out of all three of the games. Uh, we sat down for a day; literally, did it in a day. It took us two playthroughs, just racked up trophies. Really easy thing. I'm now up to nine platinums, so that's Congrats. pretty cool. Nice. That's a sw- oh, um- I was I
2: was meaning to message that I saw that Battle for Bikini Bottom got an update. Did you go and check and see if they fixed your thing?
1: Wait, it did.
2: Yeah, because I had to because da- I was installing Final Fantasy VII Remake, because I picked that up. And I, I deleted uh, my the game. Console, My console downloaded an update for it. I'm
1: gonna have to alright, I'll re-download the game and see where we're at. <laughs> I'm guessing no, but you know, <laughs> hey, may as well give it if a shot. If it's there, if it is there, I will platinum that game. <laughs> nice. But uh that and that and then some fall guys, and then like Logan said, we did a little bit of Monster Hunter yesterday. The new developer diary came out for the final free title update of Monster Hunter World Iceborne, so I've been in a bit of a bit of a monster hunter mood last couple days i've been texting logan about it I just it happens it comes in waves so it does expect expect more of that
2: i just feel like you've been in a monster hunter mood since the game came out
1: the what about the year that we took off thing? yeah i guess that's true
2: <laughs> but zach has a ridiculous amount of hours in that game he really does
1: 360 xbox 360 hours whoa
0: yeah. you played 110 hours without me that's oh, insane. Wow. That's more than you've played most games. That's yeah, that's the amount like, of time I spent game? on Persona 5, and yeah. that game is long. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. jeez. Uh, I've been playing more Crystal Chronicles Remastered. Oops. Oof. Oof. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Zach, last week I talked about how the multiplayer is awful because I do not progress. It is a Far Cry 5 situation. So oh. I... I do not progress, which means I do not get to go to the later towns, which means I do not meet the later blacksmiths, which means I cannot forge the better armor. So I'm still operating it basically intro game armor, but we are cheesing our way through this thing. I'm playing it with my sister. We have two dungeons left in the entire game. Uh, you're supposed to grind and get really good armor and get way better. We're not. We're doing each dungeon once and just moving on. And man... I was saying a little bit before the show, we are doing dungeons we have never seen before, and we played this game so much, and we got to the end! But you can re-every year, it works in a three a year cycle, every time you complete three dungeons, it moves to the next year, and the myrrh, and the point is to collect a myrrh in your chalice, resets at every dungeon, and I swear, we just redid the opening three dungeons over and over and over, and advanced the calendar until we eventually unlocked the last place to go to do the last few levels. So, like, the first half of the game, we're like, man, this is so nostalgic. We remember all of this. And the second half, we're like, we have never been here before. And so it's it's really funny. We played that game so much, but we were just so stupid and bad at it. And boy, are the, I do, do not regret missing out on these levels, these later levels, because they are cheese as heck. They are so hard and brutal, especially with intro game armor. Uh, How he you t- how are you? What's the cheese tactic? Is it like glitching the uh, The cheese the game? tactic like, like is of mana so after every dungeon you get to upgrade yourself, and I upgrade on strength almost every time. So even though my weapon's not that good, my strength stat is off the charts. So my sister stands in the back and heals me while I just wail on the enemies <laughs> just over and over and over. So that's that's currently the winning strategy. But yeah, I think we're. The how long to beat for this game is 21 hours. We're currently at like 11 and we're really close to the end. So we are about to, if we can get through, we're about to slaughter the how long to beat time on Crystal Chronicles. But it still sucks. I'm still upset that I can't advance or see any story cut scenes or go to the towns or anything it's just a massive disappointment. We played this morning right after I watched the Mario Direct, and just watching that and then sitting down and playing Crystal Chronicles was like the highest of highs to like, well, this is what I'm choosing to play right now <laughs> while I wait for these Mario games. I think those
2: decisions just still completely baffle me that they yeah. thought that was a good idea. Yeah.
0: But that's it for me besides more Fall Guys. Still have not All won right. five in a row. I've come very close. Yes, you have. have you gotten back to four yet, or was three the, uh, um, the I, standard? Three. three is the standard. I have not won a fourth after three. The closest I got in the last week was losing on the fourth, after having three wins. L- losing on the final round on Hexagon on the fourth, after having three.
2: Brutal, <laughs> man. I'm not envious of that. Yeah. Uh,
0: as for me, I wanted a small game
2: because I had beat Origami King and I have Final Fantasy VII Remake downloaded on my ps4 now the mario remakes kind of throw or re-releases kind of throw a wrench into that a little bit i'll have to mm-hmm. figure out what i'm bit. doing when those launch in a couple of weeks because i ain't beaten final fantasy 7 before then
0: you could beat spider-man like, Man before then
2: i could do that i could do that there
1: you but go but i wanted
2: a really small game to play through and i just picked up donut county uh because it was on sale for a couple of bucks uh, and i
1: want to play that so bad i
2: loved katamari when uh, when i was playing through that a while back on the switch so it's just like this this sounds perfect and the core gameplay is what I want. It's it's just like Katamaru, just the absolute weirdness of it all, of just starting out really small, like the really small hole, then slowly building up to having this huge hole and basically just sucking everything up. And from what I've played, it gives you little glimpses of puzzle-solving techniques, of sometimes you need to like suck up something that's on fire so that you can... Light the cactuses on fire so that you can get some of those items and get bigger. There's, there's little pieces of, of interesting puzzles to use your hole to, to, to get bigger and finish these levels. But from what I've played and from what I've heard from other people, because the game isn't that long, it just doesn't reach those highs that Katamari does. And the main issue is that these levels are short. They are really short some of these levels i can finish in a minute like mm-hmm. you start the cool thing with katamari is that you would start out really small at these uh at basically the size of like an apple and then you would grow to suck it up full buildings and then go to the globe like the the scale would widen so big i think that was one of the charms of it and because these levels are so short I don't know if Donut County has that same uh that same hook that Katamari does. Mm-hmm. The core gameplay is really fun and I like the puzzle ideas that they implemented. And for a couple of bucks on sale, I'd say if you like Katamari, definitely pick it up because it still made me laugh a number of times with just, you know, sucking things up into the hole and some of the dialogue that you get in in the uh in the little bits of story in between the gameplay. But it is from what I've heard, very short, and the levels themselves are also really short. Uh, it's fun for what it is, but I, I wish that they had expanded it more. So because I don't think it's going to be getting too much bigger in the last hour that I have left to play.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But for a couple of bucks I paid three fifty for it, I'd say it's worth it. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. I and own that game. It's nice to have those uh, those small kind of like palate cleanser, I guess, games in between yeah. some of these bigger ones. Be like, hey. Finished Origami King. I've got I've got Spider-Man or I've got Final Fantasy, these bigger games to go through and finish. It's nice to be able to sit down and in one or two sittings just uh, plow through one of these smaller, more tight games. So mm-hmm. that's what I needed from Donut County, and that's what it's given me. And it's been a good time. Why don't we uh, go back to, to Mario? We've got all these Mario games that are on the way in a couple of weeks. So why don't we take a look back at some of our favorite mainline Super yep. Mario games we've done. Just last week, we were doing Mario sports games. We've done other Mario talks in the past, but this one is going to be strictly the mainline Mario 2D and 3D games. Uh, your top three, or in Zach's case,
1: top two Mario yeah, games. I'm, I might be able to pull out something. <laughs> yeah? You,
2: you got a third one? Uh, yeah, sure. What All is right. It?
1: Who... <laughs>
2: i want to hear zach's oh, third oh. that he just came all right with. we'll
1: start we'll start with zach's third and then and then uh go well, around here what do we got it hadn't occurred to me but when i was growing up i had an original nes and i played super mario on the nes like the original one
0: mm-hmm.
1: i really liked that one it was kind of challenging at times because the lives it gives you and the amount of game you have to get through is not an easy thing to do without those shortcuts and i did eventually figure out a lot of the shortcuts that shoot you past a A number of worlds Mm -hmm. but i always thought that game was fun um so i would i would actually put that on my list i know it's not the nicest looking game i know it's good dude it does it's it's got a timeless feel Mm because it's what eight six eight bit eight bit yeah eight bit yeah it's it looks nice ish uh that nostalgic look
0: it looks it's a lot better that... than a lot of NES games still. Today. Yeah, it does. yeah. It Super really Mario Brothers still looks great and sounds great and plays. What attributed
1: to a lot of its success is that it it still holds up after all that, and it's just where it all started. And I, it's technically where I started, so I thought that was it deserves to be on my list.
0: I have beat Super Mario Brothers, but I have only done it with the warp zones, and I think at some point in my life I want to play through every level because I there's so many levels in that game it I've it never seen. Warp zones.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like I'll like, use save states and I don't know what stuff, level three I is. I don't know. Yeah. Because it shoots you from like one to five, right?
0: One to one to four, four to eight.
1: Okay, so you can I beat the entire four, game
0: eight. playing all of one one, a little bit of world, uh, some of one two, all of four one, barely any of four two, and then eight one, eight two, eight three, eight four. That's all it takes to beat the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah.
2: You got to figure that out first. And back in the day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It wouldn't have been very easy.
0: Yeah. My number three, What's your third? Super Mario Maker on Wii U. I still think Super Mario Maker 1 is better than 2. It just has more character. It has the amiibo costumes. You can play as freaking Sonic in Super Mario Maker 1. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have the really, really solid campaign that Mario Maker 2 has, but uh, just making levels on the gamepad and looking up and playing them on the TV screen was just great. Uh, and it was just more novel at the time. Two added a, a bunch of... This, one and two are really close. Two added a bunch of really cool building features that aren't in one, but it was just so cool at the time to play and play, uh, play other people's Mario levels. Make your own, have your friends come over and play them. I just made really hard ones that my friends couldn't beat and would watch them suffer, uh, and that was enjoyable, but I love Mario Maker 1, a game that is... Truly suited for the Wii U, that is like the gamepad's proving experience, in my opinion. If it had been there at launch, I think that the Wii U would have had a very different life than what it ended up having if Mario Maker had been its its day one game. But that's my number three.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely one of the few games that really needed the gamepad to, yeah. to fully function. Yeah. Uh, my number three is one that's going to be coming out on this collection soon, and that is Super Mario Sunshine. Played that game a lot back in the day. Still have not beat it. I have beaten some of the most notoriously hard levels in that game. I beat the watermelon level. I think I beat the pachinko level. I don't know if I beat the, the leaf on – the like the rotting leaf on the water level. I don't think I – I don't know if I beat that. But I beat all of these really hard, really stupid levels. But I never beat the final boss, and I think I could have done it. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> it one of those it. things as a kid where I've played Bianco Hills more times than I can count. And I just never beat the final boss because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to playing that again. But so many good memories, both the good and the bad. I have those levels burned into my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, for better or for worse, I the, uh, the Floodless levels would make me really mad as a kid. They could get really hard <laughs> and really frustrating.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, but out of all the Mario games, I think it has... Out of all the mainline Mario games, I think it has some of the most character. And I think it... Took some of the most risks with giving Mario Flood and just like the weird locales and weird characters that you yeah. come across. Um, and I'm excited for more people to be able to play it now that it's escaping the GameCube and getting into more people's hands. Yeah. Number two, Zach.
1: Yep, number two. My number two is New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Um, I bought this game because it had a red case and I thought that was super fresh looking. Um, I, it was up. one of the one of the earlier games I bought when I got a Wii in like 2008 or something like that, um, and man, I really loved it. I love the way those new Super Mario Bros. games play the 2D platforming. I think it's very smooth. Uh, the wall jumping mechanics, the spinning, the bubbles when you're playing multiplayer. And I did play it multiplayer um, with some friends, and it was always a good time. And the level diversity, all the areas. I just I don't know what it is, but that that's that kind of Mario, I don't know, just sparked something in me. I don't know if you guys are big fans of the the new Super Mario Bros. games, but uh, I've always had a soft spot for them.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they've been yeah. they've been pretty stank. But I've got good memories of the DS one and the Wii one as well. The Wii one was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. for. Yep. I mean, for me, after playing the DS one, being able to play it on a console in multiplayer was really cool to me mm-hmm. back in the day. It's lost some of its luster now, but when the game came out originally... I think it was a pretty big deal for me,
0: yeah, that's how yeah. I feel too I, I remember when the original new Super Mario Bros came out that was I played that game to death on d s because yeah. it was so cool that 2 d Mario was back After that was a big thing man. long time of no 2D Mario there hadn't been a 2D Mario basically in my lifetime, so that was a huge deal I remember when i had when I got that game and then the Wii one was awesome, like you said, to play with friends, but looking back on Wii now, I feel like the level design is really bland because they were worried about cramming four characters on screen and it's just yeah. a lot of wide open, running through not that not that much creative stuff and I think a lot of that is fixed with the Wii U one, which is also four player. Five player yeah. on the Wii U. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd have that person who could like create the touch the blocks, blocks by touching something. the game. And just did. screw yeah. people oh, over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that feature was removed in New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. So not so deluxe, is it? Nope. My number two. I go back and forth on my top two all the time. But right now, I'm giving my number two to Super Mario Odyssey. I absolutely adore that game. The worlds are just so great. Kevin and I have gushed about that game to no end on this show in the past. So I won't go on too long. But, oh, man, I played a lot of Odyssey this year. Going back to try and get all the moons. And just some of the moons are so insane. So in in the kingdom, in the luncheon kingdom, like the one that's based on food, the very top, there's like this boiling pot of soup where you capture the fireballs, you know, and you swim around as the fireballs in the soup. And like a mile down in like the main town, there is a, a can of soup that needs to be heated up. And you have to jump from your flame and, and land in that bowl of soup a mile away. And then, boom, a moon pops out. It's like anything that you think of, they thought of and they put a moon there. And I just love that game. I love how you can play through it and not worry about getting every moon. Like, you don't need that many of the 700 or whatever unique ones there are to find Uh to beat the game. But then if you want to, you can go back and just scour these worlds and the music is amazing. And the world design is amazing. And the platforming is tight. That game is incredible.
1: Yeah.
2: I'll talk about that in a little bit. My number two, super Mario
0: galaxy galaxy and
2: sunshine are both, uh, got a lot of childhood nostalgia for me. Those are the two Mario games that I played a bunch of as a kid, along with, uh, new super Mario brothers on the DS. But, Mario Galaxy at the time, especially coming off of Sunshine, felt so grand in its scope. in being able to explore the cosmos with that absolutely wonderful soundtrack, that soundtrack, Mm -hmm. the orchestrated pieces are so good. Gusty Garden Galaxy, I still go back and listen to that. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: It's so good, uh, the different worlds that you go to and being able and still having the hub world before they took that out for Galaxy 2. I think just the grand scope and scale of the game blew me away as a kid uh, coming off of Sunshine, where it felt more condensed on this little island. most The areas are different in that game, but they all have to have that same aesthetic of, you know, beachside or, or vacation. But going to Galaxy, it felt so much bigger. The boss fights were bigger. the The galaxies felt more expansive because you were jumping between all these different planets, and it never seemed like you were doing the same thing over and over and over again. It was just a formative moment for me as as what a eleven year old when that game came out and playing it. Uh, it was it was super cool back then, and I'm excited again to go back and replay it for the first time in a number of years. I haven't replayed that game in at least a decade, I think.
0: And you never finished nice two. nice to go right? back.
2: I don't remember if I did or not. <laughs> I still
0: can't remember. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love two. I like two more than one actually. After playing them back to back this year.
1: Well, you're not I- gonna get a remake. you you won't
0: i can say that galaxy 2 is the better
2: game but galaxy one has the bigger pull for me yeah yeah because it just has the more nostalgic memories playing galaxy 2 after galaxy 1 that felt very very samey because they are they are relatively similar games Mm -hmm. so it just didn't have that nostalgic kick that the original one has but they're both fantastic i love both of those games number one zach what
1: you got number one new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Deluxe. <laughs> I did, oh yeah. I did not play it on the Wii U. I played it on the Switch about a year or so ago mm-hmm. with a buddy of mine, and like Logan said, it's uh, well, it is very similar to the new Super Mario Bros. Wii uh, style. It is. It plays very similar, um, but the level designs are much better um, because they did have that less of a focus of trying to fit everyone on screen, and um, you know it. It's just uh and hearing you guys gush over 3D Mario makes me wonder what am I missing? Maybe <laughs> I should play some 3D Mario. Maybe 2D Mario isn't where it's at like I thought it was.
2: I hey, Del- uh, uh
1: the the Wii U one was the
2: first HD Mario game.
0: I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I was going to say really? when I played when I bought my Wii U in the summer of 2013 and and booted up New Super Mario Bros. U I was like, dude, like That's it blew my 720p. mind in just how good it looked. Yeah how good it looked at the time. And it still looks good. I mean, it's... it's It does look good. I thought it looked very good. But just seeing an HD Mario game blew my mind.
1: Yeah, so... um, And I... I played that game on Switch and less... uh, A little more than a year ago, I think, uh, last summer, I believe it was, with a buddy of mine. So, yeah, it was a really good time. Um, Not sure what else to say about it. The deluxe version
2: also has uh, a lot of content with the... uh, Yeah, new Luigi U or, or I whatever. I actually,
1: I wanted to delve into the new Luigi uh, U, but she, I never did. You never did? I never did. It's fun. It would stress it just, you out,
0: though, because there's a really it, brutal timer.
1: Exactly. And time limits just give me anxiety. <laughs> That's not what I play games for. I play games to calm me down, obviously. What's that when you're playing play Sonic. On... <laughs> oh, God. Logan has <laughs> videos of me getting angry at Sonic games.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I do.
2: Yeah, I don't want to see you play uh, New Super Luigi you with the, with a really strict timer. Mm. Be a little scary.
1: Nope, but yeah, I I put that one as my number one as of right now. Uh, in three weeks, that may not be the yes. case. But we have mm-hmm.
2: to uh, to reup this for for Zach and do this again.
1: Mm-hmm. And exactly. And I'm gonna of have change. to I'm gonna have to find us somewhere to play Galaxy Two. I play we'll have, on the to, Wii. Uh... I have to buy that on the Wii. It's like ten bucks, probably. Yeah, uh, oh, right, we'll have to
2: do right. another one of these when uh, when
0: uh, 3D World,
2: 3D World yeah. Deluxe, or 3D World <laughs> Plus Bowser's yeah. thing comes out, so that we'll have all played all of them and we can mm-hmm. do final
0: definitive rankings. By then,
1: I will play 64 Sunshine, Galaxy One, Two, and Odyssey,
0: and 3D Land. Which one's 3D Land? <laughs> 3DS. 3DS
1: one. Oh, oh, pretty good.
0: Fine. That game's good. good game. Yeah. Logan, right. you're number one. Super Mario 3D World. I adore yeah. that game so much. Dude, just hearing that soundtrack in the direct when I watched it, I was like, God, that might be my favorite video game soundtrack ever, if you don't count things like Smash, which has thousands of songs. Uh, but I I love the soundtrack. The gameplay is just so good. Just 100% of that game from top to bottom. You have to get all the collectibles, the green stars, the stamps. You have to hit the top of the flagpole as every character... And we did it. We we 100% of that game, front to back, even the brutal levels at the end. It's just, it's magical. It's so underrated because it's on the Wii U, so barely anyone played it. And at the time, people wanted Galaxy 3 or that, the next step in that franchise. They didn't want a Odyssey, sequel to, basically. yeah. They didn't want a sequel to 3D Land, and that's what we got on Wii U. And people were disappointed, and it didn't really lead to a bunch of people buying a Wii U. But now that Odyssey exists Now that Galaxy Sunshine and 64 will be on Switch, I think 3D World will finally have its chance to kind of shine on its own uh, and get its own huge fan base because it is different. It's very different than the other 3D Mario games in that it's segmented, level-based, multiplayer, but it's phenomenal, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you guys think of it because I just think the level design and and the soundtrack and the style is just top-notch. Top-notch Mario Mm. for me.
2: Yeah, that is one where you wonder if if they had a game similar to Odyssey come out for the Wii U and have Mario Maker near launch.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: wonder what would have happened to the Wii U. But yeah. it all comes back together. We have all these games on Switch now, so that's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. My number one, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, the amount of wonder that I had playing through that game was probably the most I've had in any game period, which is surprising because you'd think that most of those moments would happen when you're a kid yeah. and that's when this sense of just wonder and awe playing through these games is kind of at its peak and once you get older it's just like ah i've seen all of this like i know what to expect it's still fun but i don't have those like wow moments but odyssey was able to deliver with just the amount of crazy stuff that was in there just being able to explore all of these areas and basically make your own game in terms of how many little objectives they have you complete no yeah. one playthrough could be the same because you can just go and collect these in any order that you want because there's so many you could collect a bunch at one world and then just completely skip another one and go to this this third one and collect all of them there people's paths are completely different all the weird stuff that they have you do like you were saying with the with the pot and like jumping down and and filling yeah. this thing up it felt like they had so many ideas overflowing of how they wanted to just give you all these different ways to get moons All of the different worlds, it took me back to Super Mario Sunshine and just how weird it wanted to be and all of these different Mm -hmm. places that you could go to and all of the different new new characters that that you interact with throughout the game. And of course, the capture mechanic made sure that nothing ever really felt stale because every time you were getting basically a new power-up every single area, and they were all really fun to play through that bird thing I still I love the little bird thing <laughs> yeah. in Bowser in the Bowser Castle area. Yeah. But all of those all of those extra little power ups uh, kept things fresh throughout the entire game. And I would like to go back at some point and collect some more of the moons because I don't think I beat the last like moon levels. Uh, I think I stopped there and, and never went back. There's still a bunch of stuff that I could still do and have a lot of fun with. And that soundtrack, Same. yeah, that soundtrack is so good. Uh, it's just got so much character uh, oozing out of out of every piece of that game. And the only thing that makes me sad is that I don't think you can have that experience more than one time. It's, it's kind of a one-time thing because once you have played it, you have seen most of what it has to offer mm-hmm. and that it won't surprise you. But that first playthrough is totally worth it for all of those yeah. surprising moments that you'll get if you're not. Prepared ahead of time. I see
1: Zach. <laughs> I'm excited. Are
2: you? Are you gonna? Are you gonna pick it up?
1: Yes, sir.
0: I don't want to spoil pro- it, but the the ending is might be one of my, is probably my top five video game <sighs> moments of all time. The final okay. ending sequence. Well, that's a lot of hype. Yeah, so I'm not gonna like it as yeah, much. That, that is incredible. That part blew me away. <laughs> yeah, oh,
2: totally blew me away.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, I could I did.
1: It. I remember watching <laughs> Kevin play it briefly back when we lived together. just mm-hmm. very little of it. I don't remember a lot of it.
0: We got it to at get, Walmart at to midnight get, uh, together and he was like, do you do you mean the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? And we were like, no, we do yeah, not. Yeah, <laughs> we do not mean that. Mario
2: yeah. Game. yeah. Try not. To, if you haven't gotten spoiled on a lot of it, which I'd be surprised if you've stayed in the dark on a lot of it, I'd say try to stay that way, because that is some of the most magical moments you'll have with Super Mario Odyssey is not being prepared for some of the stuff that it throws your way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's where a lot of the fun is. And I'm sure you'll have a really good time. You should you should play it along with all of the have do what I did with the Yakuza games. (laughs) Just just have have a 3D Mario
1: marathon here. Do it. I think I might. I honestly think that sounds awesome
0: because you it's weird. You're ever since I've known you, Zach, you're like, I'm not a big 3D Mario guy. And it's like, but you like all these Sony 3D platformers. And spoiler alert, Mario is better than literally all of them. So Mm -hmm. you got you got to experience this series. (laughs) I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. (laughs) All right, any final thoughts yeah, before so, we wrap this thing yeah, up? Yeah, um, so there is, I think we talked about it last week, Kev, a double pack for Sonic Mania and Team Sonic <laughs> Racing on Switch. Uh, yeah, there's an even to... better double pack on Nintendo <laughs> Switch featuring Sonic Forces better. and Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD. I call it the Disappointment Pack, it's two of my most disappointing games of all time. So if you want to just feel Both pain, featuring Sonic. both Yeah, both featuring Sonic. If you just want to feel the pain for, like, eight hours because neither game is that long, go ahead and yeah. pick that up. Or do yourself a much better favor and pick up Sonic Mania and Team Sonic Racing Double Pack on Switch if you don't have either of those games at this point. And game?
1: Super Monkey Ball
0: Deluxe. No. On. Two. On Only two and two. one. Deluxe, Deluxe and one. doesn't feel as good, and they remove sound All effects, right. and it's, it's a watered-down experience. Okay. Anyways...
2: That's it for yeah, me. They're just trying to get rid of those
0: games. <laughs> they're just
2: like, yeah. like, no one's buying them anymore. We got to put them in double packs. Yeah. What's the next one now? We've already got two. Like, this has got to be a recurring thing,
0: right? Oh man. But for Sega, what else do they even have out on? Uh, put Valkyria Chronicles. And Mario Sonic, Jeff, and... Tokyo Olympics. And, and Mario. <laughs> Valkyria Chronicles and Mario. What
1: a pack.
2: What a package.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: But now they made two. They got to keep going, right? Yeah,
0: thing. yeah, they do. Because
2: if it's a one and done, then it's like, okay. I couldn't even believe that pack <laughs> existed.
0: Forces and banana Blitz HD. Sickening. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this new monkey ball I'm supposed to be getting? Where is it?
1: It's nowhere. I don't know. Mm. Gone. Dead. just like uh, just like rolled out.
0: <laughs> I paid for that game.
1: You did. We should be in the credits. Yeah,
0: our names are in the credits, rolled out. <laughs> yeah. Still nothing on that? They release a developer update every, like, two weeks, but they're like, look at this prototype we're making. I'm like, when is this game coming out? I <laughs> got yeah. this really nice burger I had last yeah. week. <laughs> really yeah. tasty. So still waiting on that. Zach, anything
2: from you? Uh,
1: Yes. Um, okay. So by this time next week, I will next have week. the Platinum Trophy for Fall Guys whoa whoa yep. there we go so
2: so are you just dedicating your entire life
1: uh, uh to fall guys i'm gonna next have to week? play nonstop starting right after we stop this show uh so i will be doing that for the foreseeable future but you can Logan, count on that 100 it's already
2: kind of done that and he hasn't gotten it yet what what's your what's your highest streak two two
1: so right. pretty close yeah Good luck, three, man. Maybe. Was it three? Good maybe luck. it was three. Did I get the three? can't remember. By this time next
2: week, I will have still not gotten a win. <laughs> <Fall>. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty safe to say. Logan's that got is some going wins to, to spare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me some of those. Some of those. <laughs> but that is going to do it for us on this week's episode of Ode to Games. We're here on Fridays on our website, Ode We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other podcast streaming services that you may use. You can find us on Twitter at Ode to Games. You can send an email to otogamescast at gmail.com. For Logan and Zach, I'm Kevin. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.